Welcome to the Prince Manasseh Achu podcast. Prophet Manasseh Achu is the general overseer of the Watered Garden Church in Ghana, West Africa. Thank you for joining us for another power-packed session. Through the teaching of God's word and the ministration of the spirit, we restore God's glory in mankind. Enjoy the transformational power of God's word as you listen to today's message. Father, thank you for the word of God and for the preaching of the word, ministry of the word, the effect of the word. Thank you for the power that backs it, the resurrection power, the Holy Spirit. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savor or flavor, wherewith shall it be salted? Is dense for good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. But a candlestick uh, or a lampstand and he give a light unto all that are in the house let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven everybody say a big amen, amen. Um, Jesus is telling us who we are not what we shall become but who we are he said we are the salt of the earth we give flavor it's like food without salt it's tasteless so we give taste meaning relevance to life the added blessing, color, beauty of life is the believer. But salt also heals. It has healing properties. Anybody who ever tells you that salt is dangerous for the heart is talking about chemical salt. You see, this book just keeps fooling us. Natural salt only heals. I know the doctor told you stop taking salt. Natural salt will heal you. It will bring your BP down. Chemicalized salt will kill you. It's a chemical. It's not salt. So go and get real salt. That thing that that grounded thing that they are selling is not salt. It's chemicals. It will kill you. Anyway, salt heals. And salt preserves. So he's saying that you give flavor, you give taste to the earth. You are the game changer. You give meaning to life. But you heal people and you preserve. Salt preserves. You preserve life. You preserve every good thing. The unbeliever who prays by the law of sin and death. 
So there is just an inherent decay, mortality. And the law of diminishing returns, atrophy, and all the depreciation, all the negative laws you know about operate under the law of sin and death, which is the spirit that operates in an unbeliever. But a believer operates by the law of this of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And the Bible said, the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free. It has already made you free from the law of sin and death. You transcend the fallen life. You have the divine life. You have the resurrected life. So death in any form or manifestation has no power over you. But you need to know this. And you need to walk in it. Then he said, ye are the light of the world. He said, we provide vision wisdom justice righteousness the fruit of the spirit direction you are the light the first responsibility of a leader is to of leadership is to determine reality you know all these guys are confused and you go on social media and you have all kind of things wise cracks that have no truth facts data figures manipulated to just do exactly what they want to lie to deceive but we are the light we are the truth and we have it we we must know this they say you are the light of the world a city set on a hill he was talking about lighthouse cannot be hid when ships stray on the high seas all they need is a lighthouse to find their way and he said you are a city that is set on a hill he said light is conspicuous he said you can't be a believer and people will not know you have to check it you can't be a Christian and trust her, nothing is showing. No. So he said, You are the light. He said, We are the leaders. But he added something. Two things. Thank you. He said, Nobody lights a lamp and puts it under a bushel. You see, the investments God has made in us. I'm talking about the death of his son Jesus Christ. And the gift of the Holy Spirit. The investments God has made in us is too much. That you can't go and put it under a basket. You don't light a lamp and put it under a basket. What's he talking about? He said, let your life... He said, but we put the light on the lampstand. That it will give light to all the people in the room. He's saying that your relevance should be felt. Don't hide 
your talent. Don't hide your gift. Don't, don't hide. Don't be a believer and hide. Go into all the world. Don't hide. The guy who hid his talent, Jesus called him wicked and lazy. And you don't want Jesus to call you wicked and lazy. Amen. Then he says the final thing. He said, let your light so shine. Let your light so shine before men. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Hearing is your Father glorified when you bear much fruit. God said, let's make man in our image and our likeness. Let them have dominion. When man is in dominion, that is when he looks like God. And that is where God is glorified. Let God bless man and said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it and have dominion. If you want to understand our leadership, our mandate, the dominion, these are the things. Number one, he said, be fruitful. Manifest. The things inside you, bring it out. Number two, multiply. Which means that Increase exponentially. It is seeds that multiply, and you are a seed. Are we here? Are we here? Are you sure you are here? Don't just leave everything raw like that, refine it, increase it develop it don't leave things as potentials just at the potential level bring the best out of it and he said fill the earth fill all the space everything God has given to you let it be everywhere in the world And then finally, he says what? Subdue it. Now, there's no sin yet, but God says subdue. You must learn how to control some things and bring some things under. Rulership is your nature. And you must learn how to rule. Your emotions under you, your flesh under you. You know how to allocate resources. And then finally, you have dominion. Which means you are totally in charge. Amen. Now look at me. The text I read is from Matthew 
chapter 5 from verse 13 to verse 19 and it's Jesus' words on leadership and he used light and salt he used light and salt or salt and light he said when the salt loses its savor wherewith shall it be salted you know wherewith it shall be salted the chemical one and you know what you do, do? exactly what it's doing the chemical salt you are eating latest research has shown that it's not even the sugar that causes the cancers and the number one reason for heart problems is salt your chemical salt now if the salt loses its original essence now you have to chemicalize it you put death inside it says when a believer loses his relevance his essence the spirit the spirit if you lose your nature as a child of god he said there is nothing that they can use to they call the causes become a consultant or a professor polish yourself do anything you want to do you still cannot give life meaning direction that's what is happening that's why the whole world is in this cycle vicious circle of sin and death because the whole world is in darkness and he said you are the light you provide vision you determine reality but the last thing jesus said about leadership in this verse or in this text is he said what let your light so shine let your light so shine in other words when you are called to lead lead come on if you get a ball hit it that's what you're supposed to do so what are we supposed to know about leadership just lead what's the meaning of that move move act you see after praying act after believing act because that is where you finally release your faith or consummate your faith 
that is when you actually consummate the prayer thank you now i'll show you something when it comes to leadership many people immediately think about management and yes of course a great percentage of leadership requires management but there's a difference you can manage something that is wrong in the first place and that's the problem of the world leadership determines reality it is after you have found the right thing that you manage it it is about allocation of resources energy time people whatever it is finance to something that's management but you can give the, all your energy to the wrong thing or to the unimportant thing another year has started and people have filled their diaries and scheduled with the same things they've been doing for which they get no results and they are back into management leadership is change a manager works in the organization a leader acts on the organization so with management you are just in the system doing what you can do with the situation but the leader said no you you step outside yourself you step outside and you have such capabilities you step outside the environment as if you are a stranger coming into the environment and so what the people were in there and they are used to huh? the smell that they are used to the thing that they are in and they are used to you know what comes they say no it's wrong John Maxwell said when he was growing up It was all about management. Nobody was talking about leadership. And Peter Draca was king. But you see, management operates in a stable situation. A fairly stable, with fairly stable conditions. But when things go out of gear, and a change is required, management is not able to provide the additional energies or impetus the shift so when things started changing in the world rapidly there was a need for leaders
Now, you all know that when it comes to leadership, the basic rule is being proactive. The opposite is being reactive. Being proactive means that you're acting on your environment. Being reactive means that your environment is acting on you. You are complaining about the situation because the situation is acting on you. You can't, you can't do anything about it. A leader changes it. A leader fixes it. In other words, when we are reactive, we remain in the same condition. We feel uh, disempowered. We feel We cede power to our environment. But when we become proactive, we act on our environment, we create the change. Everybody's complaining on the system, the system, the system. Those are followers. Complain about organization. And the smart way is to blame everybody at the top. Oh yeah. It's leadership. It's leadership. We know it's leadership. Because we think that the guy sitting behind the big mahogany desk, he's the leader. No. Leadership has got to do with influence. The ability to act, create a change, create a vision, inspire confidence. And you can live from any part of the organization. You can create a change. Before I bring my leadership lecture to an end, which is not what you prepared for in a prophetic service, you know, I teach you the word of God. I'm not one of those prophets who make you think that your mother is a witch and she is the one who is responsible for all your trouble that is the defeatist mentality if your mother is that powerful and is the reason for all your trouble then i can assure you you will remain in this thing forever in fact If she's a witch and you are a believer, she should be worried about you, not you worried about her. No, she should be so uncomfortable with you, not you so uncomfortable with her. Amen. All right. So, um, I found out that the simple word the Bible uses for leadership is the word faith. But the same problem we have with understanding leadership is the same problem we have with understanding faith. Because it sounds so abstract or it sounds so vague. 
But faith is substance. It's conviction. It's an assurance. It's a knowing. It's vision. But you see, the point here is about acting. Acting that corresponds to the rhythm of the spirit what we believe what the look find what god is doing and do i'll get into that in a moment find what is god's passion and do and there's enough energy enough resource working what god is doing we call it grace When I act independently of God, it's not faith. It's flesh. If my father worketh, he that I work. What is God interested in? What is God doing? Find that and you have enough resource, enough energy. generally but specifically find out what is God's will for your life and do it I'll give you two scenarios and I get out of your way in Judges 9 Gideon had died Gideon was the savior of Israel Gideon emerged as a leader at a time of crisis Bible says that there was no king in Israel and everybody did that which was right in his eyes in other words a king is supposed to provide vision direction the first Responsibility of leadership is to determine reality. If everybody could order his own life, there will be no need for leadership. If you refuse to be a leader, people will be out of the way. That's why I'm telling you that when Jesus says you are the light of the world, he is talking about leadership. Only believers could be leaders. Unbelievers cannot be leaders. How can darkness lead darkness? Unfortunately, we who are leaders, we have compromised our leadership because we think we need something from them. When we have everything to give them. No, the same trick the white man played on us. He said, you see, you are so poor, we have to help you. Then they've been stealing for you for hundreds of years. You who is poor, they've been stealing. Then you must be very poor. <laughs> you are so rich that they have been stealing from you for hundreds of years and they are not planning on stopping anytime soon. That's how rich you are. But if they tell you are rich, then I say, come, let's talk. So they make you think that you are the one who need. And when we see that our leadership 
to the world because we think they have something for us and they've made all of us to believe that money is the thing and Charlie, we are all looking for money so the guy who has it more but that's the god of the world that's not your god they will serve it you are not supposed to serve it give him something more than money something that money cannot buy don't go begging him for money now let me finish look at me and this one your conference fee is 300 dollars okay yeah you, you get this one for free and even offering 100 ghana cd when you are pulling out of your pockets as you see you are receiving a, a chloroquine injection <laughs> and then you go out there and they tell you funny things and you have to pay 200 dollars for the conference Gideon rose at a time where there was no king in Israel. And everybody did that which was right in his eye. So, well, long story short, Gideon encountered the Lord. God said, go in this your might. Thirty-first December twenty twenty-three. I mean some two weeks ago. Sunday morning. Jesus walked by my bed. That was our fifth day of the 12 hour prayer, daily prayer. And he told me two things and walked away. He said, Manasseh, the real problem is when a man thinks he doesn't have. God never created anybody dumb, poor, impoverished, stupid. All the riches of God are in you. Even the fallen man, look at what he has. And you, the treasures of Christ you have, incalculable, endless, boundless, fathomless, unsearchable riches of Christ. When a man has in the dark, me, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. That's the problem. And number two, the greatest blessings come out of our negative situations. In fact, that was the best thing I've ever heard. Out of the eater came forth meat. And out of the strong came forth sweetness. That's a leader's disposition. That lion that was trying to eat him, it's food and sweetness in it. Anything that confronts, any challenge that confronts you, your trophy is in there. David sword was in Goliath was holding the sword David was going to use to kill him. Goliath had it. And Goliath was David's way to the throne. Every leader knows that challenges the prison is what takes you to the palace. Joseph knew that. That the ultimate power of God called resurrection could only come by death. 
The Bible says, if the prince of this world knew it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. That's the wisdom of God. He buries riches in darkness. But you see, if your eyes are not opened, you don't have the light of knowledge, you always see yourself, ah, I don't have uh, you know, and this happened to me, and my father didn't take care of me, and this happened to me, and this happened to me. You will live in the, I want to use that word, but, you know, it will hurt some people. People will be traumatized, so I don't want to use it. You'll be sitting in your, Go in this your mind. And you strike medium as one. He went, you know, he had challenges with confidence and all that, that God took him through all that long route. Go and pull down this, go and do this. Uh, then he tried to build his confidence, a little boldness, a little bit. Then finally he went and, 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 and finished medium. He delivered Israel, the whole, of, the whole nation, out of bondage and slavery and servitude. Because proud to that, when they plow, when they sow, the Midianites will come and take it. They would just be working for them. He ended it. Then they said, they came to Gideon. Listen to this part. I'm closing with this. They said, Gideon, rule thou over us. Listen. The man was already there, ruler. He was already there. You see, leadership is not where you sit. It's what you do. We have, we have, we have, we have positional leadership. Which is the formal authority. It must be recognized and respected. But we have moral authority. When a person is a leader in function, not position, not just position, he's running the show. They say, Be thou ruler over us. Is that no? Be king of us, I said, no. I won't be your king. My sons will not be your king. God is your king. Now, give me the strength softly and then let me finish. Gideon was smart. The people, not that they wanted a leader. He was their leader. What were they looking for? The same idolatrous disposition they want somebody they can worship ah i'm already your leader i'm your king already i've led this nation what are they trying to do they want to make an idol of him and gideon said i won't be your king my sons won't be your king god is your king but give me the earrings you got from the battle. You see, the man can't help it. If you're not born again, you're not born again. You see, he has found a nice way of doing the same wrong thing another way. Well, I won't be your king, my children will not be your king, but the things you got from battle, give me the earrings, the gold, give, me, give, give it to me. And they brought plenty. And he made 
an image of it and the people started worshipping it. There's no remedy to idol worship. This flesh, there's no remedy to it. It's the only one to you must be dead, buried with Christ, raised with him. You must be born again. Bible says Israel were a whoring. They were worshipping this man's image. Theologians believe one of the reasons why God took the body of Jesus Moses away was if not the Israel would have worshipped. The cops. People are just looking for something to worship. You see, look at me. Leadership is the cure for darkness, for ignorance, for depravity, for foolishness. Leadership. That's why if you don't shine, you don't lead, you don't become the salt. There'll be a problem. People want direction. Then Gideon died. But there was another problem. Gideon had 70 children from his own body. The Bible says from his own body. From many wives. The Bible says because he had many wives. Then the child of his concubine called Abimelech came and convinced the people in the town of Shechem. He said, you have to choose whether one person rule over you or all the 70 sons of Gideon should rule over you. Which one do you want? They say, of course, we want one person. They say, okay, then choose. Me, I'm your brethren, I'm from Shechem. Those other children, they are from many other women. So choose. They say, Charlie, you'll be king. Then he took money, his father's money, gave to vain people. They made it king. Do you know what he did? He went and took all his brothers, all the 70 brothers, and killed them one day. Except one, because Jotham ran away. Then Jotham went to the mountain top and gave a parable, a leadership parable. That's what I'm going to close with. He said, Listen. Oh, people of Shechem. One day, all the trees gathered to appoint a king over them. Master, the king of trees is still a tree. And that's what people don't know. The kings, the trees gathered to appoint a king. And they came to the olive tree. And they said, olive tree, challenge you be champion. Be king over us. You see, the opposite of leadership, the opposite of being proactive is being reactive. So if we don't do it right, we will channel all these energies negatively. 
or we will use negative energies to show that we too we did. Olive tree be king over us. Then olive tree say me. I should leave my oil, which I used to cherish God and man, and be promoted over trees to fear God. Then they went to. They went to. The fig. Oh Vic, Charlie, you will be champion. You will be king of us. He said, should I leave my good fruit with which I cherish man and be promoted over kings? Then he went to the vine. Vine said me. Wine, the wine that I give to cherish the heart of men. I should leave it and be promoted over trees. Now clap, just clap first. Look, that is where the church is right now. Hey, we want to promote, be promoted over mere men. When we teach principalities and powers the wisdom of God, we teach angels, we will judge them. We are teaching angels now and we will judge them. That's what the Bible says. We are teaching angels and later we will sit them down and judge them. We want to be like me and me. They came to John the Baptist. They said, Master, the one you have introduced is out there baptizing everybody's going to him. Chese, the guy you have introduced into the city, no? he has taken over the city and everybody's going, he's going to him. They were pitching John against Jesus inciting him meanwhile you to, you and jesus do you know you know you know you don't be equal you know you know we get the same level huh they were inciting john against jesus's assignment hey all the reason for all the competition and the insecurities and the envies and the jealousies and the wickedness because we don't know who we are we want to be somebody else or our relevance lies in how better we are than others come on John answered, a man can receive nothing 
unless it's given to you from above. I told you I'm not the Christ. I'm somebody, I'm, I'm John. My assignment is different. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom rejoice at the voice of the bridegroom. People don't get it. You are best man. You are best man. Not, not, a, not a bridegroom. Best man. Don't, don't get crazy. You are best man. Now, can you imagine a best man in a wedding ceremony? You walk in there and the best man is pushing, elbowing the, the, the groom. <laughs> elbowing the, the, the bridegroom of Charlie, Charlie, what are you doing? Charlie, make you come over there. What are you doing? Hey, the bridegroom wants to marry the woman. Sebi, 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 Wabodamana. See, he who has the bride is a bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom who stands by the bridegroom rejoices at the voice. Do you know that we have wicked bridegrooms? A, a wicked best man? Wicked. The, the, the best man, that's what we call you best man. Just say, you are just happy for your man. Yeah. By you, to kill the bridegroom really what's the problem Chesse, you don't know your assignment stay in your lane John the Baptist's relevance was not Christ he couldn't be Christ he was not Jotham gave this parable. He said, people are being incited to be what they are not. Graces that was not designed for them. Lanes, the will of God for them. They have deviated from that and they are doing something else. Because of covetousness. And the pride of life. I don't have. They have. So you have an evil eye. The person earns more than you. The person's wife is more beautiful than your wife. Ah. But who forced your wife on you? Do you want to choose some? You have this whole world to go and look for any woman, any the most beautiful woman and marry. What's your problem? Okay, so I've been doing this for nearly one hour, so I gotta I gotta go. All right. Tell your neighbor 
my turn is coming. Say, I have something nobody else has. I'm content with what I have. I am not impoverished. I don't lack. I'm unique. One of a kind. I can't be replaced. Pastor Jojo, nine of your external features, nine, no human being has it. Living, dead, yet to be born, nobody has nine, just your external features. I'm not talking about the things inside you. You see, you are the endangered species, not those lizards and things they are trying to chase these animals. No. Those ones we can have their kinds. Not two human beings. So what do you what you? But the problem is when you think you don't have. Jesus told me that. And when you refuse to act. Sometimes we, we, we just allow things to act on us instead of we acting. We call that being proactive as opposed to being reactive. Hallelujah. See, I'm the salt of the earth. I'm the light of the earth. And I don't want to be promoted over trees. <laughs> Clap. God bless you, servant of God. All right. So, 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 so clap, clap. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We believe this teaching has been a blessing to you. We want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast for life-defining and changing moments with the Holy Spirit. Follow us on all social media platforms at Prophet Prince Manasseh Achu and join the Prophet Sunday services at 9 a.m. See you next week.